0: Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Wine, Women, and Words. I'm Michelle, and of course with me is Diana. Hello. Hello. Oh, good. I'm glad that it fixed now. It switches back and forth to whoever's talking. I have no idea what I clicked last week to make it do that.
1: <laughs> well, it ended up working again.
0: Yeah. At the end, it did. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But – Anyway, we are in a new month, and as, as I have a co-host here hiding, um, we are <laughs> in a new month, and of course a new month means a new book, and I found an awesome uh, product placement spot right here. So we are reading Girl in Disguise by Greer McAllister. Hey. I'm just going gonna, gonna to continue to hold on the whole only thing is I, I keep scooting too far over, so I'm trying not to block it.
1: <laughs> well, we've already done the introduction, so you can block it, and we're going to talk a lot about it too, so we, I don't think uh, we're going to miss out on
0: anything. But it looks so nice there. Yes. So what are you drinking tonight?
1: Um, I am finishing up Luna oh. de Luna. Um, it's, a, it's such a tasty wine, and I've, Basically, left it up here in the office because, really, who doesn't have a bottle of wine at their desk?
0: What well, was so sweet today? So I went food shopping and got, you know, food shopping stuff. And then Rich came home, and we have it, it's called the Next. It's the little oh. See, here's my co-host. Um, <laughs> it's we have a little market kind of at the end of our street for the the military housing. And usually he'll just, you know, buy a pack of cigarettes or, you know, Monster or whatever. And he comes in and he's holding the bag like like he has a wine bottle in there. And he said, well, I know today's your show and I don't know if you have a bottle of wine. So I just grabbed one for you. Hello. (laughs) So he bought me wine tonight. Oh, how nice. I know.
1: Are you drinking it now?
0: I'm actually not. I, <laughs> I'm going to save it. Oh, oh, You're you not drinking it now? Well, I bought, so I bought myself two bottles of wine when I was about food shopping, but he didn't know that. But I got wow. myself Stella Rosa Black, and I really like Stella Rosa Black. Ooh, yes, me too. That is a nice one. And I was super excited about it.
1: Mm-hmm. But
0: the sentiment and the thought behind buying a bottle of wine was not lost on me. Oh, no. I mean, that is extremely romantic. I, I, In my
1: opinion, it's better than buying flowers.
0: Wine and books. And he bought me a book when we first started dating. Yes, which is wonderful. And Ryan
1: here for Valentine's Day, instead of getting me a dozen roses, Ryan got me a dozen Wonder Woman comics, which That's that awesome.
0: is... <laughs> <laughs> That's so cute. Yes. So she's supposed to be asleep, but she took... Like a three hour nap and woke up at 7 30. Right when we started to think maybe she would be done for the day. But no. No. So we might have a little helper during the the episode.
1: <laughs> that's okay. My dog's heads periodically pop up. Um, so you know, that's it's your turn to have your your pet's head pop up.
0: <laughs> well, she's she's tired, so she might go to sleep. But no, okay, if, you, if you're going to keep climbing over, just sit on my lap, okay? Come here. There you go. Ugh. All right. Say hi. I'm getting so long. I know. It's ridiculous. Ugh. Okay, hold on. Let's reposition. Let's get the pen and the journal. All right. Are we good?
1: You good? Yeah? Yeah, let Lily play a little journalist. Okay.
0: So, um, really quick, before we get started, um, I, you know, everyone knows that I, I do um, some freelance writing, and this week I'm doing an article on this paranormal investigator out here, mm-hmm. and I spent the afternoon watching their, uh, the episodes of his show on YouTube, and I don't know why I did that, because now I'm afraid to go upstairs, and it's dark. And the episodes are super creepy, but I'm really excited to meet I'm meeting with him. He's like the host of the show. And, and then... gonna like wrote that she's done something like this because
1: yeah you know, after the last episode, she's messaging me going, Oh my god, I swear I heard something scrape along the cement outside my outside my mm. yard. <laughs> so her response was, we'll investigate. And uh-huh. we thought that was horrible because you don't do that in scary movies. And yeah. Which I replied, this is why I would probably be the first one dead in a scary movie.
0: Oh, but to, to that point when the creepy – even River heard it, okay? Even the dog, like, sat up when when that happened. But the funny part about that is, you know, I walked over and I made sure the back door was locked and and that the bar was set up so, you know, you know could open the door. We left the garage door open all night. So – I was all worried about the back door being open when someone could have just as easily walked through the garage <laughs> and into our house. <laughs> of course, because my mom watches this episode, we did not leave the garage door open. And no,
1: no. Never. When we first moved to the house, um, we ne- we weren't used to having a garage, and we kept leaving our garage door open to the point where my neighbors, my sweet neighbors, at 11 o'clock at would come knocking on our door going, you left your garage door open. <laughs> and they would scold us like we were parents. So we're like, okay, we have to make sure our garage door is closed. Otherwise, um, Annie and Vahan will scold us.
0: <laughs> yeah, there were, it was, I don't know. I mean, obviously nothing happened, but still. But I'm really excited to meet with him. It's him and his, and, um, his partner who is a psychic. So, like, as long as they don't, like, as long as she doesn't say, like, oh, you know, I'm sensing something around you, like, no, thank you. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want anything sensed. I don't want to know. <laughs> but that's, that's my exciting stuff.
1: My exciting stuff doesn't happen until the end of the month, where it's official as of today. On July 23rd, I'll be doing a reading in L.A. for the Women's National Book Association. That's really exciting. It is exciting, and now I'm all of a sudden, like, nervous. Um, I'll be reading for my work in progress.
0: Do you know what part you're going to read yet, or are you still working on that?
1: You think I'm still working on it? Right I was saying I was going to read the opening, because usually the opening is so the opening is so good, and I only have, like, seven minutes. So I don't know if I want to do the opening or if I want to do something else.
0: You could read a lot in seven minutes, though.
1: That is true. That is I true. feel like it. To I I guess
0: it depends on how fast you read. Yeah,
1: yeah, we'll have to see. I'll have to time in and see. So, anyways, yeah. we about our book.
0: So, we, okay, I actually have read, how far? Of course, I lost my place when I was So, Sam to read, talk
1: about the first five chapters. Now, mind you, the world is back in balance because I am ahead of Michelle again.
0: Yeah, so, well, actually, I did some more reading this afternoon before I took a very unprecedented nap.
1: Um, I'm only on chapter 13. I thought it was further along.
0: I'm on chapter 9. Okay. So, so I actually had no idea. I mean I knew obviously um, Alex, Alan Pinkerton was real. I had no idea that Kate Warren was a real person. Yeah. I it. never heard of her until this book really to be honest. Because I, you know, getting ready for the episode tonight, I was kind of researching Pinkerton, and the only time that I had really heard about, you know, the Pinkerton agents was, let um, just a little bit, thank you, um, was the, you know, the movies about Jesse James and the Younger Gang, and the Pinkertons were always chasing them and trying to catch Jesse James and stop his hijinks against the railroad. So that's all I really knew about the Pinkerton Detectives. Mm. But then I was researching tonight, and I saw um, on IMDb, there was a show, a series called Pinkerton that I had never heard of. And I was just looking at the characters, and I saw the name Kate Warren. I was like, oh my gosh, she was real. (laughs) So... She's actually a very impressive
1: woman. Yes. Very, very interesting. And there's going to be some discussion i want to have with Greer when she comes on. Because she will be on at the end of the month. Uh, talking about um, Kate and all the things that she did and some of the controversy. So there's a little bit of controversy around her.
0: There is. And I'm really curious. I don't know if... Um, good job. Did you draw your hand? Yeah. Good job. Um... I don't know if this book is like following her actual cases. I've, I've seen some, like some little things here and there. Yeah, if uh, you look at it, just,
1: okay guys, I peeked at the author's note ahead of time, because I did interview Greer for um, uh, creating her story for the Fierce Femme feature that I do. And so I read a good chunk of the book, or at least, a, um, Somewhat of the book, enough to be able to do uh, questions uh, for an interview, and then I read the author's note. <gasps> and uh, Claire <throat> does pull in what she, what we know, what cases that we do know, like the um, assassination attempt on Lincoln.
0: Which I, on I was if curious it, to see yes. if, if that would be in the story because that's like that's huge. Yeah, that is huge. Um, and this is, I think, before he's president, um, I think? Yeah, um, it was on when he was on his way to be inaugurated in Washington.
1: She's just meeting him for the first time for where I'm at in the book. Mm. But look, I mean, looking at the author's note, um, there was a fire, and a lot of the files were destroyed in the fire, so we don't have a lot of their their cases. But there's a number of cases where that she pulled in the cases that she could. So it's it's a, just a really fascinating, interesting story. And she herself, like you said, just
0: so fascinating. Yeah, and um, what was I going to say? Oh, so I was, just, I was telling Diana this before. Lily? All right, you can have this one. These notebooks <clears> are mine. Um, I was telling Diana before the show, and I was researching everyone, Kate and Alan Pinkerton are both buried in a cemetery here in Chicago. It's like 45 minutes from my house. And we have to go. So I have lots of
1: pictures for us.
0: I'm planning a solo field trip. I'm gonna drop the kids off at the little daycare here that they have on base and just go and go by myself and see their graves and Pay respect and take pictures, take a ton of pictures. And there's a bookstore that is a mile and a half from the cemetery. And I've been wanting to go to this bookstore since before we moved here. And it's called the Bookseller. And they serve wine. And it's uh, it's spelled C-E-L-L-A-R, not cellar. Cellar.
1: So happy. Can we make a trip there when I come up to Chicago next year? So to. You colored
0: through the page, Lily. So that's, I'm going to plan that some, if not next week, definitely before Greer comes on. Cause I, and I really want, I'm curious to know if she made the, the, does Greer live in California? Where does she live? I think she's over in Maryland. She's on the okay. East Coast. Oh, she is? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she visited there as well, because that's really cool. And mm-hmm. also a little controversial that Kate was buried in his family, his private family plot.
1: Yeah, and I want to talk to her about that because I mean, she's buried in his private family plot. There are rumors that she was his mistress, mm-hmm. and um, it's it, it gets addressed in here whether or not she is. And I'm not going to give that much away because we'll talk about that next week. But it's um, but yeah, that's really interesting that she's in his private family plot and. I'm just, it's so cool that you're going to an old cemetery. I'm weird because I love old cemeteries. I grew up on the east coast of New York, so we had cemeteries that dated back to, like, the Revolutionary War and beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I, I used to go walking through there, you know, and that's where I initially, I think, wanted to become a writer. And I think maybe my historical fiction can be probably traced back to that because I would wander mm-hmm. through the graveyard and I would look at the people's names and I would wonder about their lives. I would wonder about their stories. What was their story? What was their life like? And, you know, kind of create them. So that
0: I mean, that's, that's
1: going to be so cool.
0: you got to take lots of pictures. And what's also, so I was on the, the cemetery's website, because everything has a website today. Um, mm-hmm. And um, the older, uh, older younger younger brother, I think, of Charles Dickens is married there. Uh, married, buried there. Really interesting. Um, and he was like, ugh, I forget what his name is, which is kind of perfect because he was like unknown, not successful. He hmm. performed in a couple plays that were made out of Charles Dickens novels. Um, and then up until like recently, his grave was unmarked in the cemetery.
1: Really? Yeah. Really?
0: How oh, interesting. And,
1: and to live in his brother's shadow. I wonder if there was some right. sibling rivalry there. That must have been miserable.
0: Right? Right? Oh, man. Like, who wants to be, you know, like, Oh, you're Charles Dickens, bro? I mean, that's that. how can you?
1: Yeah, how can you, like, be my successful? My hair,
0: my hair is short. And my hair is long. Yes, your hair is long. My I'm hair pretty. is long too, Lily. It's like Auntie Diana has long hair, too.
1: Yeah, and mine's in a ponytail,
0: and it's long just like yours. But anyway, so we're going to talk about the first five chapters tonight, um, which is basically um, kind of like just setting up the story. I think it's actually the perfect stopping point for our discussion because Mm -hmm. the end of the fifth chapter is when she gets her first case. Yes. Like officially her first case. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. And I love how, um, you know, we take for granted the things that women can do now where we don't stop to think about, okay, who was the first female detective? Who was the first female doctor? Who was the first female athlete? Uh, Women were really cloistered in um, and not able to do a number of things. And, you know, we were considered to be faint-hearted, which is just odd that that really, I think, started to happen. Because, I mean, I'm pretty sure in our history there was a time when women were just as fierce as men. Um, oh. Yeah, and so I love how she just has this gumption where she just walks in and she's like, hey, I need a job and you're going to hire me.
0: <laughs> and you're going to give me one. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, and I think, I mean, for all, not, I'm sure it's not like, opportunities were knocking left and right for her. But she could have found something that was, oh my goodness. You're going to make me on Lily. (laughs) Um, You know, I'm sure that if she really, 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 really tried, she could have found something that was more like, I'm doing air quotes for the audio, more befitting of a woman to do. But to walk into a detective agency and say that she wanted to be a detective, like Yeah, she could have gone away
1: with easily being a secretary pretty much anywhere.
0: Or and even mm-hmm. asking to be a secretary for Pinkerton yeah. would have probably been more uh, acceptable Especially for him. Well, yeah. But, but um, yeah, she's, she's ballsy. And we were <laughs> talking about our fantasy cast for uh, Girl in Disguise, which is something we love to do here at Wine Women Awards. <laughs> And Diana has nominated Anna Kendrick to play Kate Warren.
1: And the reason why I have nominated Kate her to play Kate is because I don't see Kate as being... From what few photos I've come across of Kate, um, she's not a very physically imposing woman, so she doesn't look like she's very boisterous, very big, very loud, very, she's, she can fit into places and people can just look over her and I think for somebody like that you need someone like Anna Kendrick to be able to pull that off, where she could, people can look at her and not assume that she is going to be up to no good. She's got that sweet innocence that, that she plays.
0: And she definitely, Kate was definitely like that from what I read, like, she posed as, like, a southern belle um, mm-hmm. during the Civil War to root out um, like, Confederate spies and con- Confederate sympathizers when she was up in D.C. So she definitely had to be, like, girly and, and pretty and flirtatious. And I think, sorry, there is a gnat flying around, and it's driving me crazy. Um, <laughs> and he's trying to to go for my wine, which is that that's really why it's driving me yeah. crazy. Um But I think Anna Kendrick would be great because she's of course she is uh
1: really hilarious great. and yeah, and she can play, she can pull out the little tough the tough open.
0: Damn you it, can, go away.
1: <laughs> okay, Lily, no. now you have to practice that phrase. <laughs>
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, now it's an actual fly. All right, I'm just going to ignore it. Um, but, and I don't know who, who would you have for Pinkerton? I kind of... I'm thinking, um oh,
1: Tommy Lee Jones is who I'm kind of thinking of. I'm kind of thinking of him and then, oh, okay, so there's this new show on TNT that I was binge watching the other night called Claws. And if not Tommy, if we if we decide no Tommy... Um let me pull up the um he was in um he was in breaking bad, I believe. And he was um okay, Dean Norris. Um you you might recognize him. He was in Breaking Bad, he played Hark Schrader. Um, hmm.
0: I'm probably the only person alive who has never seen that show.
1: No, I have. I've only seen one episode or two, one episode of it, and I couldn't get into it. Um, if you've watched *Girl Boss*, he played her dad, Jay. Oh,
0: okay. I know who he is.
1: Yeah, he played. Um, oh, um, the, uh, he played a colonel. I want to say he was the dad. No, no, he wasn't the dad. Uh, yeah. He played a colonel in Big Bang Theory. So he's been in a lot of stuff. Let me see if I can get like, a good picture of him.
0: He would be good. He would be a good Pinkerton. Oh, he I would think. be
1: good. Yeah. I mean, okay, so here's a picture of him being a total boss. Let's see if we can get that without a glare. Wait, on the something. audio. Yeah. He would be...
0: That would be up? a good Pinkerton.
1: Yeah. I think. Yeah. Dean, yeah. Look up Dean Norris. He would be the good one. Yes, Lily?
0: It's not Nani, it's Auntie Diana and you need to shush right now, okay, Lily? You can call me Nani if
1: she wants. To. <laughs> <laughs> Though I know the title is completely referred to uh, for your mother and I am nobody. I'm not allowed to be anybody's Nani yet.
0: Um, no. No. Um, and I'm still okay. trying to get a feel for all of the um, I've got somebody in mind for
1: DeForest, and I can't quite place who he is, but I've got him pictured in my head, and we, we might have to come back to this next week. Um, almost not Tom Hiddleston, though. I seem to want to place him in almost every book that we read. He goes up everywhere. Oh, gosh. No, there's a guy. Not um, like He's been at other stuff, and I will have to find him, and I will have to share it on social media once I think of him. But there is a guy that I'm thinking of, almost like um, I almost want to say the best friend from um, uh, Bridget Jones's Diary, the, the the her guy friend. In Bridget Jones's Diary, she has the two girlfriends and the one guy friend.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I know, know who you're talking picture about. Somebody along those
1: lines, um, or um. The other one who is totally dreamy, and um, it mid- was a Midsummer Night's Dream, and he's been in a number of other things. Um, Rupert Everett. He played okay. I could totally see him as DeForest. I, I remember you saying that right. Is it DeForest or
0: DeFrost? I think it's DeForest. Yeah, I could totally see him. I can see... I don't know his actual name, um, but McSteamy from Grey's Anatomy. Who? I could see that. And he was also in. He was also the commander in, uh, or the captain from the last ship. Uh, Hold on.
1: Who is? Who is?
0: I need you to stop right now.
1: Okay, Mark Everett.
0: No, no, Mark, uh, Mark Everett Sloan is his name on Grey's Anatomy. Ah. Um, Played Eric Jane Is the actor. So Eric Dane would be my pick for it. Only because, and, but, but more, I guess more Mark Sloan from Grey's Anatomy. Because he's like the total flirt, like smooth mm-hmm. talker, talks his way into any situation.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. And I guess, he can charm just about any woman he wants. Mm-hmm. Yep. And every woman would let him. Mhm.
1: Mm-hmm. As we eventually find out.
0: Don't worry. I won't let him get into the wine. She's very concerned about this fly.
1: You know that is a very, you know, it's very concerning and it's good to raise a daughter who is aware of the fact that you can't let a fly get in the wine. This will be lessons with Auntie Diana Lily. <laughs> what we say, no flies in the wine.
0: Don't ruin the wine. <laughs> but uh, you're gonna
1: have serious problems when she goes to school.
0: <laughs> uh, for more than one reason. <laughs> are you you have your purse on? Yeah? Okay. Good job. Yes, because she's already playing. starting the questions for Greer. Look. Oh you are? Yeah. Only once, okay, once I found out that, that Kate was real, that has like spawned a whole new side of research,
1: For those of you who are listening, you totally miss Michelle with her little swivel of the, of the head. She's got her questions uh, ready to go, and Greer better watch out.
0: Yes, because now, I, not that I, I wasn't curious before, but when, once you find out that a character was real, that's. It's like an entirely new direction, of, and, and, and I can research. I love research.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, I know this very well. So one of the other things that we want to talk about in relation to this book tonight is um, stories set in um, the, the Victorian era for American Victorian era versus um, English Victorian era. We're in the English Victorian era. We see so many books and so many movies set in that time because it's so, it's a refined time, I guess, in England. Um, I think they were just starting to lose their um, their manufacturing. It was coming over to America where we had the cheaper manufacturing at the time. Um, but everything is all about Queen Elizabeth. Or not Queen Elizabeth, Queen Victoria over there. And personally, I'm just kind of bored of most of it. I like Queen Victoria's story, because, I mean, who doesn't love the Victoria and Masterpiece?
0: uh, Oh, my gosh. I love that show.
1: Yes. I love it, too.
0: you love it, too, don't you, Lily? She loves anything that keeps her up past her bedtime.
1: Absolutely. Kid after my own heart. Uh, I think this time period in America... When um, Girl in Disguise takes place is so much more interesting, and there's so much more depth that you can get out of that. I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
0: I think. Well, well I think it's interesting to read about three stories set in this time for um, in the United States, especially in a big city like Chicago. When uh, I mean, I'm I don't know Chicago at all still, but you know, it's not. New York. It's not L.A. It's not, you know, one of the it's still a big city, but it's not like the mm-hmm. the go-to cities. Mm-hmm. And it's still like a little Wild West. And it's, you <laughs> know, it's like it's still refined, but it's dirty at the same time. And
1: that's one of the things i really, I was really looking forward to you reading this book because, one, I kept saying you've got to read this book. Kate is your kind okay. of character. There are certain characters that when Michelle and I come across books, we're all like, okay, this is totally you in your wheelhouse, and you are going to love this character, and you have to read this book. Kate was that for Michelle. She is totally right in Michelle's wheelhouse for somebody that she would love. And then secondly, it was set in Chicago, so you have this opportunity to learn a bit of the history of where you live.
0: I know. I'm really excited. I'm so excited to go to this cemetery now. But, um... The part, so there's this one part where um, at the very, very beginning, uh, Kate is living in a boarding house because her husband died and she has no family. Um, so she's living in this boarding house and the uh, landlord kind of, like, looks out for her in a... I knot. love her landlord. I love her. She. I'm kind of... Was it in chapter five where she, she uh, I don't know, um, she kind of looks out for her in a, I'm not getting involved, but I don't want you to get hurt kind of way. Almost motherly, uh, cross between like a mother and a best friend kind of thing. <laughs> and she, so she, um, Kate was telling her about her, you know, her new job and being a detective. And she pulls out this box of old stuff that was left behind by a previous tenant. And it was, like, all fancy French lace lingerie or, you know, negligees and corsets. And she gave her a pair of gloves. And I'm over here going, why don't you just give her the whole box? I don't understand (laughs) why you're just giving her a pair of gloves. She could probably use all of it. Mm -hmm. just saying. But I was kind of upset that she didn't get the whole box.
1: (laughs) Well, then I think
0: we need to keep reading. Um,
1: But, yeah, it's... So interesting, and yeah, I, there's other stories that I've read in this set during this time. I mean, you get the Civil War that happens, and it seemed, and the Civil War in and of itself. There's a lot of other stories that are being told. Like I love Sabra uh, Waldingfield's books. I've read one of them so far, and I'm reading, working with her on reading a second one, and it tells another side of. Uh, the Civil War, a very important side too, uh, with what you know, people who are caught up on the other side, the women who were in the Civil War because it wasn't easy for them either, especially if you're a woman of color. And then you have like stories like Native Star and um, and that where you have you know the story set in the Wild West of the United States because really. U.S. during this time, you have Chicago was like the edge of civilized society.
0: Right, that was like the, the gateway to to the Wild West. That was like your, yeah. your departure yeah. from civilization and refinement, and then after that was nothing.
1: Yeah, and then you have, yeah, this whole Wild West, wilderness, um, anything goes kind of society, and I find that to be Just so fascinating as well.
0: I like, I'm really excited that I'm reading more about Pinkerton because, like I said, um, I didn't, I actually didn't realize that it it was a detective agency. I thought that they were security for the railroads, which I mean, essentially they were, um, but they weren't solely that. And I didn't know did you know that the logo for Um, Pinkerton is what spawned the term "private eye." Really,
1: I did not know that.
0: He had a logo. Yeah, that is all you, Lily. He had a logo that was kind of like the um, the all-seeing eye on the dollar bill. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Kind of like that, just an eye. And that plus um, their slogan was "We never sleep." Mm-hmm. So everyone got so used to seeing his ads, like in magazines and billboards and newspapers, that it coined the term "private eye."
1: Mm-hmm. So I love that.
0: That's where mm-hmm. that came from. Fun yes. fact.
1: This is so great that you're really, like, you know, we get you in on the uh, research because you find all these things that we never find that
0: I never think. Of. And yeah. apparently, he. Picked, he made their slogan, We Never Sleep, because supposedly Kate never slept the night that they got Lincoln from Baltimore to Washington, D.C. Really?
1: Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I know. Um, I mean, for the railroads at that time, the railroads were the mass form of being able to transfer things from one area to the next. You didn't have airline flights. You didn't have really have the armored cars and stuff. You had the trains, and for the train companies to trust them was huge.
0: Mm -hmm. Mhm. They had, yeah. I mean, they had coaches um, that could be guarded, or you know. uh, I don't think coaches were the coaches
1: weren't as fast. Yeah. And the I think the trains are more secure than the
0: coaches. Yeah, definitely. But and then once you get out, you know past the Midwest and you go out for further towards California you get to the Liliana I need you to stop please um, you get to the areas where people are fighting the railroads and they don't want the railroads to come through there so then you have people blowing up the tracks and mm-hmm. shutting down supply routes mm-hmm. and that's where I'm sure Pinkerton was probably seen as the bad guy because he was trying to help the railroad Mm-hmm. But he's kind of like a lovable teddy bear, as far as I can see right now.
1: <laughs> a lovable yeah.
0: teddy bear. That, that may change like as, as I read more, but like he was willing to give her a chance. Well, maybe
1: because he saw some talent in her, so it wasn't necessarily that he was a lovable teddy bear, but the fact that he was reasonable.
0: Maybe, or maybe the rumors were true.
1: Maybe we'll have to find out next week.
0: I mean, he was at her bedside when she died. And. We're
1: just, we're he's, kind of, in the words of Paul McCartney, even though we're just really good friends.
0: <laughs> and he was buried next to her. I mean, I don't know who was on the other side of him. It could have been his wife and kids. But I would have taken issue with my husband being buried beside a woman.
1: Right? I mean, at least he was family. Or consider to be family. I would I would have issue with that.
0: Yeah, I don't know how that conversation went when she died. Like, honey, I, I I think we're gonna have Kate buried with us. I know she's not family, but she was like family.
1: Yeah, I I'm so territorial of my husband. Where I'm like, no, nope, this is mine. You will not spend an eternity on the other side of my husband. I, I will make sure that he is buried next to the fence, so that I have the plot next to him. And
0: <laughs> That's like an eternity of dirty looks that she'd be getting.
1: All oh, right, man. I would not want to spend an eternity like that, having to fight with the wife. No. In Pinkerton, if if the rumors are true, and I mean Pinkerton, he's got both one, one woman on either side of him. That is like every man's nightmare.
0: Yeah. Who? All right. I, I don't know who his wife was. Does it mention the wife at all? Have you read anything wife about comes her wife? Up, Yeah, wife comes up roughly about chapter 11 or 12. Okay. So her name was Joan.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Kate meets her. And to, to say that, you know, they don't get along is a very true statement. They don't get along. So the whole idea that if a wife is on the other side of Pinkerton, oh, that poor man, spending an eternity with two women
0: who hate each other. So Um, you said
1: chapter five, that's just before she gets her first job.
0: Yeah, and I kind of wish we could talk about chapter six a little bit because that's... I love her first job. Yeah, that is her first job. That's Mm -hmm. the ring. Mm Mm-hmm. Which I don't think. Well, have-
1: well, before we come up to the first job. Okay, the first job is the ringless. But I was talking about when she gets her um, her tryout before she gets the job. Doesn't she, Um,
0: she's in the bar. Right, that's when she meets, what's what his name, Bellamy? Yes, I like okay. Bellamy.
1: I totally like Bellamy.
0: I don't know if I like him or if I think he's a
1: jerk. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a soft spot for jerks, so, I mean, there's that. Um, but I like him, and I like how, the, I like the chemistry that the two characters have with each other, where they're at each other's throats, and that whole scene where, in that first, her she does this job to get their attention, to basically mm-hmm. prove herself before she actually does her um, say, hey, give me a job. She shows up at this bar, and she basically playing a prostitute, which for a woman of that era to play the prostitute is, one, extremely dangerous, just like it would be in this time, but, two, just so very unheard of for anybody who's civilized. And, yeah, she finds herself into some serious trouble, and she does some quick talking to get out of it.
0: I absolutely love it. There's a a line. It's a little further in. I think it's in Chapter 6 because it's um, as, as she's on her way to her first real case. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, So she's wearing the same dress that she wore for that job, but she, she changed it up a little bit. She's wearing something else to cover the neckline to make it not so revealing. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's wearing the gloves that the landlady lim- gave her. And there's a line in it that says uh, something something to the effect of I'm beginning to think the difference between uh, women of class and whores lays in the accessories. (laughs) I love that because she just, she added added, like two things to her outfit and it makes her look like this super sophisticated, rich, wealthy woman where like six months ago she was wearing that same dress and she passed off as a prostitute. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and I love it. And that was that was a real case too. Was was that a real case too, or sure? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess I believe yes. I would like to believe yes. I'm I'm very interested to know because I, I remember reading the words fortune teller somewhere. I sometimes I like start falling asleep while I'm reading, not because the book is boring, just because I am that tired. Um. But I remember seeing the word fortune teller at one point. Mm -hmm. And there was a case where she pretended to be a fortune teller to catch a murderer. And that's like one of her most well-known cases was that one. So I want to know if that comes up. I want to know if the Lincoln assassination comes up, which it does, and I'm super excited about that.
1: And it's um I want to say the chapters are fairly short, so I think by next week the plan should be chapter six to twelve. Yeah, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, because I mean we've we've got technically thirty chapters, but like the thirtieth chapter, I'm not reading the I'm not reading it is like one page.
0: Not looking, not looking. Not
1: looking, not looking. It's so hard because I like to see the number of pages, but I don't like to see the end, and I don't want to be tempted. So I'm like, I'll do this number with my book. I'm like, uh, covering up the page. I don't see what's, yeah.
0: happening what's happening. Okay, 301 pages. All right, all right. I'm good, I'm good. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, so tempted to read the last paragraph. I'm not going to, though. Can't. I'll be very um, mad at you. Are there, do we know if there are more Kate Warren books in the future, or is that something we need to ask Greer? I think that's no. something we need to ask Greer, because I think we might
1: need, depending upon how this book ends, I think we might need more Kate in our, in our lives. Now, if you guys aren't familiar with Greer, she also wrote a fabulous book called The Magician's Lie, which I think is one of my all-time favorite. I think it's in my top 50 favorites of, like, modern fiction.
0: You've read the it earth, recently. Read this oh, last book, this last page is strong right now. Don't do it. Don't do it. I know if I do, I'll be so mad at myself, so I won't. Just
1: tear it out if you have to. Tear it out and put it in the freezer if you absolutely have to.
0: (laughs) Pull a joey. (laughs) Yes, totally
1: pull a joey. Now, you've read The Magician's Lie, Greer's first book, right?
0: I've read part of it. I was... I was flip-flopping. I was having a really hard time getting into books. I was, like, reading seven books at once. Mm -hmm. And then I started reading Girl in Disguise, and that, like, because it's our book of the month, I was like, okay, I need to focus. Mm -hmm. So I've stopped reading everything else. But I read The Magician's Lie, like, basically maybe the first quarter of it. Okay. Which is also kind of, like, set around the same, maybe a little earlier, then Girl in Disguise. I think it's a little later. I think it's closer to nineteen hundreds. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. I, think. I could be wrong. But I love the character. What was her name? Ava or Ada? Mhm. Love that book. It's a great book. Um, I think yeah.
1: Love the love the intimacy of that book itself. Um, so yeah, that's
0: such a great story. But we have. I mean, Greer, if you're watching, we have questions. And we'll have more questions as I keep reading. <laughs> I think I'm going to have more questions once I get further into the book. Yeah, because you're kind of rereading everything that you've already read, right? Yeah,
1: well, yeah, because I've read up to – I read up to chapter 10, I think it was, and then I stopped um, So, because I read it for the, the book review or for the – interview and so then I stopped because I was like okay if I read further on I'm gonna drive myself nuts because I'm gonna be too far ahead of Michelle <laughs> And I want to make sure I pace myself for the for the monthly um, uh, episodes so that I know exactly what's going on as we discuss it so it's like I right, pace myself read a couple other books first And now I have a tendency to read while I'm in the pool and because this is such a nice hardcover book <laughs> I, I can't read it in the pool cuz I don't want to get ruined. cuz like Right now I'm reading June in the pool, and it looks like I dropped it in the bathtub, um, which I kind of, sort of, did drop it in the pool. Um, So that did kind of happen, and I don't want this to happen to this book because the cover is so pretty. This is really such a pretty cover. I know. Um, I I don't know. I think that's one of the questions we're going to have to ask her if she's the one who designs her covers or if she has somebody else design them because magicians lie. I love that cover. Right, That cover was what drew me in and to it because I just happened to be walking through my library. And, yes, libraries, folks, libraries are awesome. Um, I was walking through the library, and I, I just happened to see that on the shelf. And I pulled it out um, because, you know, it was of the subject's matter that I was interested in. I was like, all right, I'll give this book a chance. We'll see how it goes. Not expecting to like it. And then
0: I fell in love with it. I love library finds. Me too. Most They're of my cool. library finds right now are about, you know, colors and sharing and fairy, fairy and,
1: sharing and, and fairy books are just are very good finds.
0: We have because you know you go to Barnes and Noble and I don't. I mean, I don't. I don't spend a ton of money like on individual books, but then I'll go and drop you know like. Two hundred dollars on, you know, fifteen books, but um, but kids' books are so expensive, and I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, I know why, but it's like twenty five dollars for like a board book that I just I feel like some of them are a little expensive. So yeah. before I go and spend money on them, I'll find them at the library and take them home and see if she even likes them. <laughs> Hi, hey, how are you? And then you can save them for Christmas presents and things. Exactly. So we have a growing list of favorite books from the library that okay. I'm keeping track of.
1: Fantastic. Well, we should talk about what we have coming up next this month because last month we had a whole bunch of fun stuff. And then this month coming up we're going to have a whole bunch of fun stuff too because I just managed to be able to confirm the rest of the month. Oh,
0: cool!
1: Uh, pretty much. I mean, yeah, we have. It's pretty much the whole month that we've got planned now. Yeah. Um, sure. So next week on the thirteenth, we're going to have Jenny L. Wash on the show. She uh, wrote *Becoming Bonnie*, another uh, bad girl in history. Though she, you know, happens later. Um, she actually read this. She's read the book, loves it uh, too. Of course, you know what is there not to love about this book. So she's going to come on, and she's going to talk to us about Girl in Disguise, and we're going to talk about Becoming Bonnie, which is a fabulous book, and we're going to talk about bad girls in history.
0: Now, which- Becoming Bonnie, as in Bonnie and Clyde Becoming Bonnie? Yep. Oh. Yeah. It almost yeah. <laughs> yeah. so we're going to talk
1: about this book and, um, yeah, the bad girls. And then on the 20th, um, we've got Stacy coming on. And I, for part of me, Stacy, for watching, because I don't have your last name, um, we are going to be discussing, um, she's been doing work with um, children's literacy advocacy. And um, or I should say a literary advocate for children at, based on uh, working with kids on uh, who have dyslexia. And, her, and she's going to talk about her own story of what she's gone through. And, we, and she's a big fan of Greer McAllister's books as well. She's read um, The uh, Magician's Lie. And she has been meaning to read Girl in the Skies. And today I think I talked to her into the up on her two read list, so that she'll be reading it with us. <laughs> Excellent. And then on the 27th, we've got Greer coming in to visit us.
0: So we have a full month. Very exciting. Oh, month. I love full months. Me too. Not that. I don't love our episodes, but I I can understand how some people might not find us as entertaining as we find ourselves.
1: I don't understand that at all. (laughs) I find myself endlessly entertaining. Um, And for those of you who do not find me entertaining, but still watch, sorry, not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I like our first episodes of the month where it's just you and I, where we get to just kind of go over everything with people and like talk on our own about the books. I do too.
0: Mhm. And usually it is just the two of us. Not tonight
1: though. I know we've got our assistant co-host. Aren't you? Our, are you our assistant, Lily?
0: Are you helping out?
1: Well, now we're being shy.
0: Yeah, she's not shy. She's, she's tired.
1: Tired. I admit it.
0: But it's almost eleven o'clock at night, and you really need to be in bed. It's okay. You'll sleep in tomorrow night, won't you, kiddo? Yeah right
1: and maybe tomorrow she'll send me another we'll have another emoji war that so was you know, me... but <laughs> well okay. i was going to get into that cuz i'm used to when some periodically i will pick up my phone and i'll be like oh a text from Michelle and it's just a series of
0: emojis that make no sense
1: yes and so the automatic assumption is oh it's lily And then, um, by the way, I screen captured it today, too, so (laughs) I'm going to be sharing that on Instagram. So I get, like, these – I texted Michelle earlier, and then I see this response of just this massive amount of emojis, and it's like, oh, Lily really got a hold of her phone again. And so I was like, well, let me find some fun emojis to play with Lily on. And then
0: I get the, oh, no, that was rich. (laughs) messed up my entire section of recently used emojis. And I work very hard to make sure I have all the ones that I need right there in that first section. But now I have, like, office buildings and rulers. Uh, and-, <laughs> and random
1: – that was the other thing was random animals. That's why I, I-, I thought it was Lily because there was, like, cats and cows and whales.
0: No. That was-, was my husband. I- and I saw him. I was walking through the kitchen, and I saw him on my phone, like, just – Tapping away, and I thought, What is he doing? And I, but I kept walking and didn't say anything, and I came back, and that's what I saw. <sighs> Husbands, but then he bought me a bottle of wine, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, bless you! <laughs>
1: Thank you. Yeah, so yeah, he brought you the bottle of wine, so it totally makes up for that. And then you just get to go play, you know, payback on his phone, too. Aww. <laughs>
0: To like his chief or something there you go there you go <laughs> hopefully he has a good sense of humor i don't know we'll, we'll yeah. find out <laughs> <True>. <laughs> well i think i think that's it for this that's evening fine. yes
1: our um thank you for joining us as we talked about um girl is guys okay. so, so I
0: yeah. hold on <laughs> There it is. <sighs> okay.
1: So if you haven't read it yet, if you haven't started yet, pick it up now. You've got plenty of time to join with us. We didn't really give away too many um, spoilers for the first five um, chapters. So, And next week the plan is chapters 6 through 12. If you can read more, great. If you don't, not a big deal. And join us as we talk more.
0: Yes. Thank you so much for, for listening, watching, downloading. We appreciate you. <laughs> Yes we love you all. Have a good night. Like well, you say bye. Right. Bye. <laughs> bye. 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 Bye.